Hello, and welcome to the Consciousness Pending Podcast, where your mental health starts with the right vision. We are Consciousness Pending. We're here to talk, discuss mental health topics and talk about ourselves and hopefully get some feedback from you. I'm Kieran Brennan. I really like movies. That's kind of my thing. That's what I've based my entire personality around. I tell people I'm happy, but in reality, I'm probably not. With me is one of my co-hosts. Hi, nice to meet you all. Uh, I hope you enjoy the podcast and uh, also in the future. Uh, my name is Tim. I'm 23 years old since a couple of days ago, so I'm almost halfway 50. And that's really <laughs> disturbing for me. Um, yeah, what's fun? I'm, I like music. Uh, and I don't have any goals, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, this got really dark out of nowhere. Well, uh, you already heard it a little bit, but uh, our third person for our podcast is the lovely. Lol. And uh, wow, what to say about myself? <laughs> I don't, I don't really know who I am as a person, but I'm kind of figuring out and I'm fine with that. I listen to Minecraft music when I freak out and I'm saving up to buy myself a Lego Batmobile. I, I mean, it's a goal. I, I'd love to buy some Lego, but it's really overpriced for me. So. I know. <laughs> yeah, for, for you, the price is... No, like, let's turn this into a price comparison. No, you know, what? No, you know what? We should talk about it. Having hobbies is fucking expensive, you know? That's one thing I don't like, because everyone tells you advice. They're like, get a hobby. And, but when you want to get into something, it's always, like, really hard, you know? They are. They are. They're very expensive to start. I bought... Because I... For context, <laughs> I'm here on Erasmus. I'm here studying for six months. We're in the Netherlands. We're Netherlands-based. Um, and I'm losing my mind slowly. Maybe. Yeah, maybe we should have started. Are we with that. all losing our minds slowly? Yeah. Discuss. <laughs> I'm losing my mind slowly, and I bought myself a guitar because I was really sad, and I've been playing that. It's an expensive thing to get into. It was like 60 euro for what is probably the world's shittiest <laughs> guitar. I, I, I talked a little bit into it. So. But I think for the money, it's not even the worst. It's just like the labor emotionally of putting yourself into a new hobby because you you have to like watch people who know what they're doing, yeah. and you're automatically gonna suck at it. So you have, so you get a hobby to feel better about yourself. You look at all these people who are way better than you and what you want to get good at. And it's like just even worse. Do you think there is something in the idea that when you hit around the age of 20 or even just a little bit before then, you feel as though you can't start these things? The quarter because life everyone, crisis. Yeah, the quarter life crisis. Quarter life crisis. But to be honest, I, I don't think so because... Uh, if you're passionate about something, it's really interesting to, even if you're not really that good, or even if you're like in your 40s, 60s, whatever, uh, if you want to, you should. Says you. Says me. <laughs> and uh, even though I, I can sometimes say something useful and something interesting, but I do have to say immediately, I don't always agree with myself. So See, my <laughs> hobbies, I feel like are more unhealthy than healthy because I remember I bought like Fallout 3 again and last time I played it I was probably like 14 or something and so I started playing it last year again and I just like it absorbed everything in my life. I was watching like like fucking four <laughs> hours of videos every day. Joseph Anderson videos. I was so obsessed like, yeah. you know and I would like make like cringe references to it in real life and no one would get it. And I was just so happy, but I feel like this is not, like, a healthy thing, you know? But why isn't it? It's kind of like an outlet for you, though. Yeah, but if it, like, consumes your whole life, like, is there a balance? You know, it's like when you hear a new song and you kind of play it, like, every single day, <laughs> like, 50 times. Yeah. And then you get bored of it and never hear about it again. And you hear about it again randomly six months later and you do the same thing. It's like, is there a way of being healthily interested in things? Or can you just be, like, unhealthily obsessed or not care? I think I think you can. I think because I have a lot of things, uh, songs or like moves or games even that I really are passionate about and I really do love, uh, I have to say. 
and um, I, I think I, I feel like I can put some emotional connection to it. it. It really serves for even if I'm stressed out or something, it, it, it can help me uh, distract me or guide me even. So I think I think you can be obsessed and still find find positive things about it. To be yeah. honest, so. Everyone has like little hyper fixations they go on through for like a few weeks or months. I have a fair few. I'm obsessed with the M&M's characters. I don't know if you guys know that. Did you see that one meme of the M&M <laughs> on the billboard? And it's like the girl M&M mm-hmm. and the guy pans back the camera and it's like yeah. uh, that one scene. In Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, yeah. That, that's... She wants me. And he's all sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is like... But like for some reason I've, I just became obsessed with those for a brief period of time. What Still I love around. about hyperfixations is it's, it's never something normal, you know? It's like how how the typewriters used to work or like how does this specific brand yeah. of like bike work? Like you don't have like normal hyperfixations. I was talking to my friend Michael the other day and I brought up something about like Westerns and he like responded back to me being like, oh yeah, I forgot you're like super into Westerns. And I realized that was a hyperfixation for a while. And it's one that I don't bring up as much because it's not interesting. And maybe there's something to the idea that we bring up these hyperfixations because we feel like they make us more interesting and it's something funny to talk about. Unrelated, but I feel like everyone has a friend named Michael. <laughs> they should. Michaels are great. I, I like, haven't met I a bad one. know a Michael now. I'm thinking about I've it. I've never yeah. known a Michael that wasn't chill. Like, if your name is Michael, you're going to be a good person. You know, it's, it's kind of like out there. Like He's a great person, so. I've never known an uncool Michael. But then again, I don't know that many Michaels. I do know a lot of Yeah, Mikes. but does the one you know, he's cool, right? The, the Michael I know is really cool, but the right. Mike I know, he's kind of a jerk. Yeah, Mike's, <laughs> Mike's are always jerks. Michael's always cool. Mike's always kind of like, you know? Pretentious. Mike. Pretentious. <laughs> Mike's are pretentious. It's like a star sign type thing. Mike need like humbling, you know? Michaels, <laughs> they're cool. That's fair enough. But back to hyperfixations. Yes. Uh, I, uh, oh, what, what were you even talking about? I was talking about the M and M's. Oh, but you you talk about, about interesting. If if a hyperfixation is yeah. um but interesting, yeah, which but, is like is a good point. Yeah, you talk about uh, you mentioned hyperfixations uh, because you think you it makes you interesting. Yeah, yeah. it makes you interesting. But <laughs> have you guys I, ever done that where you like try and make yourself interesting to someone? So you find like <laughs> something they like and you kind of like learn about it. But you know you don't know shit about it. So yes, you maybe I, like I've had a stalker yeah. before, yeah. Like exactly, I, I, yeah. I talked to this guy once and he was obsessed with like football, like soccer, and I was like, Okay, I'm gonna like pretend like I know about this. So what you do <laughs> is you Google like the thing you want and then Reddit and so you read a bunch <laughs> of Reddit threads and you have these like extremely passionate opinions. So whenever someone says something about this thing that you know nothing about, you just answer like completely confidently, copy paste this like Reddit comment that's like way too emotionally invested. And people are going to be like, she she knows what she's she talking knows about. Her shit. Like people will like believe it 100%. And I feel like I've done this so many times that a bunch of random people are existing at the same time as me. And they they like define me as these like hobbies or things that I like love but that I actually don't care about. You know what I mean? I, I do get it, yeah. I do I, I do have to th- think that I do that, but yeah, it, it's for me, it's all, always quite hard to... Okay, it sounds really bad, but I don't mind lying. <laughs> but it's, it's hard to be passionate about something I don't care about, and I can be truly honest about that. If I don't care, I just let you know, sorry, 
this is not my not my type of interest. Just so. to bounce back on that, on that, uh, you said I don't know if that's like controversial, but I don't mind lying. I think no one minds lying. I think that's like a a, a take that we I say. I hate lying. No, we yeah. we portray really lying. Okay, it. you're kind of ruining my point right now. Sorry. But I feel like we portray <laughs> lying as this like really immoral, like bad thing. But like everyone does it. Like how many times have you like like just taken too long to get ready and you're like oh my god my my bus didn't come I'll so you did earlier today one. on the way here i i showed <laughs> evidence i backed it up but like how many like i feel like lying is kind of just like part of social human communication like lying is but, natural and i and i feel like it's it's it is bad but, morally but to interrupt you for a little bit um there's a really big difference between like small lies just for the better good or for for a certain cause but a you can lie you can lie yeah, for the yeah. greater good in my opinion yeah but there are there's a difference between small lies and like lying yeah just white lies to, and regular lies yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think lying is necessarily most. I think most lies are not bad because I believe sincerely that most lies are white lies. So I don't know why there's such a stigma. It can start with the intention of being a white lie for the better of everything, but it's it's a line that's very easy to cross. Maybe sometimes you just gotta be honest. And it's also it gets so easy when you start lying a lot. It's just it's just like a cheat code, you know. <laughs> like you literally can cheat yourself out of anything. Like it's yeah. literally a life hack, like cheat code for life. Just lie. Yeah. Just, yeah. just be delusional and lie. <laughs> some some people even lie uh, without knowing it like impulsively like, yeah. yeah i kind of do that sometimes honestly Same. i feel like I tell. Um, <laughs> maybe bro, i'm lying right now you could be i don't know maybe you're not getting a maybe i hate deal. lying um from a few minutes ago though you brought up the idea of feeling like you're someone else i was talking to my friend abby the other day um and i was just talking to her about how i feel like in different groups of people be it college people, be it me presenting right now in this podcast, there's an element of showmanship to it, I suppose. And um, my personal family, personal friends, different people, they're different versions of me. And I'm uncomfortable with that thought. And I don't like it because I feel like I've lost myself a little but bit. But do you ever think, I got hella imposter syndrome. Mm. I have the worst imposter syndrome ever. I cannot like give myself anything. Like if something bad happens, I'm like, you're pretending to feel bad about it, yeah. to use it. To like weaponize it and I, so i'd like have this thing where i just like always persuade myself that i'm somehow lying to myself or other people and it like it's really meta when you think about it because i'm like telling someone something that is a lie like i'll be diminishing something to happen to me and i'll be like oh it wasn't that bad yeah. and then my brain is like you're telling them because you want them to feel bad for you but i told them that it wasn't that bad so it's like this really <laughs> meta thing where i'm like i'm manipulating everyone around me without even knowing when i'm just like lying to myself i do get what you're saying <laughs> I, I do get what you're saying but on the other hand i always get i get a lot that people make assumptions about who i how I come over for them and like who I uh, uh, what I think I am but most of the time it doesn't really suit uh, with who I think I am so that's also really interesting to to think about people see me as a certain person but I don't agree with the image they're there you know I what that so much because when I got here I've always been like the kind of like awkward girl who didn't talk to anyone at school and I show up to this Erasmus year and like so many people were like wow you seem kind of like unapproachable like you don't care like were you like popular in school and i'm just yeah. like what like that is <laughs> so crazy to me because that has literally never happened so it's weird to see that people can see you completely differently 
Like if the people that I met this year were to describe me to the people they met last year, they would think I'm like a different person, yeah. you know? I think that's a little bit of cognitive dissonance also. Because they have a certain vision. It's a lot of cognitive dissonance, but that's <laughs> not me though. <laughs> what were you about to say, Ephra? Well, it's our first episode. It might be interesting to hear our listeners' reactions to what their first, first impressions of us were. And if we want to tell each other what our first impressions of each other were. What, do yeah. I, do I do really Maybe want you to don't know hear. what impression? And, and also, also what's really interesting, because you don't have a face with who's talking, right? I'm really curious what kind of person you think we would be. Also, yeah. you both said your age. I didn't. I could be like 60 right now. Did I, I say my know. age? I, I don't, don't think, think you, you did. did. You Excellent. only you did. did. I think well, I yeah, because you're having like your quarter life yeah, crisis. Yeah, yeah. 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 Life crisis. So, what was you guys' <laughs> first impression of each other and me and vice versa? The first, the thing. first time I met Lowell, and she came up to me, sat down. We were on like a college night out. She was already drunk when she arrived, <laughs> okay. and started immediately talking about Batman to me, and started quoting Batman comics like The Killing Joke and The Long Halloween, and I was like. She feels weird, but she's very energetic and cool, so it worked out pretty well. This is very flattering as a person. <laughs> I just want you to know that this has like boosted my ego. Good. And then Tim, Tim's very like organized. Like literally, I'm not joking. He's in suit trousers with a belt on, in a white buttoned-up shirt. As we're with, casually with sitting, the like... arms are folded up and everything like, and he's sitting cross-armed right now. I have the watch and the. <laughs> <laughs> so that's. That gives you the impression that I had straight away of this really well put together. And that's really interesting because I usually get that a lot because uh, people really think uh, most of the time that I'm really organized and that I've got everything together. And that vision is not how I see myself and not how it's practically been. But yeah. For me, it's the opposite. When I see someone so put together, my immediate thought is, oh my God, they're going through it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Like... Not like everyone, you know, but most people I see who are like really, really put together and organized. I like know what it feels like to be like overachiever in a lot of things mm. and like running like crazy life, you know, work, school, all this stuff. So first thought for me is someone who's like very organized. I'll just be like, are they doing this by choice? You know, <laughs> are they being forced? <laughs> okay. What were your guys' first impressions? Either of you. Do you want to go? Go. Because you were, oh, okay, that's true. Um... Well, I arrived late on the first day. <laughs> yeah, that so, hasn't, that's a pattern that's been pretty consistent in yeah. college time. So, so I entered the class and uh, there was only a spot next to clearance. So I, I, learned, uh, I got to learn him pretty quickly. Well, not really in depth or something, but I sat down to him. Uh, he looked really interesting. I, I didn't really know what to expect. He, he seemed really down to earth and uh, I wanted to get to know him. You know what they say, blondes have more fun. They do. <laughs> Yeah, but to get back into uh, getting to know uh, Kieran, first impressions, he sounds, yeah, he came over like a really down to a guy and I really wanted to get to know him. But we needed to grab some food from our countries as like uh, a getting to know each other type of thing. And he came back with some bread and some cr crisps. 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 Yeah, cheese and onion crisps. And that was really confusing for me, but. Still a little bit interesting, I guess. Cultural differences. Cultural differences. The, yeah. This was, to be clear, to, to have a bit of context behind this, we were doing like a get to know each other thing and we all had to bring food from where we're from. I'm from Ireland. 
and we in Ireland have cheese and onion like crisp sandwiches where we just put them in two fucking pieces of bread. Now I made these um, with my friends Patrick and Benedict. They were fucking terrible. I'm pretty sure the bread was gone off. The crisps tasted like absolute fucking dog shit. And I think I'm the only one who ate one. So, you know. I, I respect the commitment, you know? Yeah, yeah definitely. You were like, this is ass, but I'm going to eat it. Yeah, I <laughs> shouldn't have. <laughs> like destroyed me. Hey, what did you think of love? Yeah, for love. She said right straight across us. So she was already talking to some people. So I, I yeah. thought she knew some people. The first day, didn't I say this like weird story when no, she was like, I don't think so. "Oh no, yeah." Well, the first thing did, I yeah. said is like, because they were asking about names, and so I oh, was like, "At the bar, that's my oh. name." But drunk people and Starbucks bartenders, I tell them my name is Lola because it's easier. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah, and also the, the bar story. The bar story? What was the bar story? I think we, we played Never Have I Ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like and she didn't bar. want to get into it. But And I presume you still don't want to get into it, so maybe we should move on. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> you, you mean the time where I got ran over by a car and then danced on a bar the next day? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's story. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, that, that was <laughs> Definitely, yeah. But yeah, so uh, I, I wasn't really sure if she just knew some people already, but uh, she, she sounded really uh, interesting. But just like an onion, a person with many <laughs> layers. Shrek my ego today. Yeah. Let me tell you. So yeah, that that was my first impression on the boat. Speaking of mental health, this is good for me. <laughs> Please keep <laughs> telling me your first impressions. Well, now it's your turn, Lola. Yeah. Oh, Go wow. Fun. No. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, the thing about me is I have a hard time remembering first impressions because I'm very self-absorbed, I guess. <laughs> but I am like always hyper-focused on what people are thinking about me and how I mm-hmm. come across. So I don't always have first impressions. I remember I, the first impression about you was like your bleached hair. And I was like, this, I was emo, you know? This means he either has cool taste in music or he made some poor life choices. Maybe both. I can, yeah. I can <laughs> fuck with both. I can fuck with both, Good you know? Both. So I was like, that's cool. You know, for me, it means one of those things and both are cool with me. Tim, I remember, we, I didn't really talk too much. And then we had a drink the first day. And I remember one of the first things you told me is that you were like, yeah, you know, like, I don't really have any feelings or emotions and I kind of just project to people what I want them to see and nobody knows about it. And we were smoking a cigarette and immediately after we go back inside and I was like, holy shit, like that's deep, you know, like (laughs) you can't just tell me that and then we casually go back inside. So I was like thinking about it. And I thing, was like, that, that's crazy. That That's the first thing you would but, say to me about yeah, yourself. But, but you thing, said your Zodiac sign and then that. And I was yeah. like, fuck, like there's no transition there. No, but the, but the thing is that that's something I, sh- I share with. Like, I feel no emotions. People. I'm a Pisces. <laughs> I'm not even a Pisces. But <laughs> I'm Aries, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that. I, I mentioned that's something I. You're such an Aries though. That makes so much sense. You literally told me on the first <laughs> day we, we talked after drinks. Sounds like a red flag. (laughs) Yeah, because, like, honestly, like, the first thing that you would say to me is, like, I have no emotions. I was like, (laughs) this is concerning, you know? But also, I get it. Like, I I was like, I fuck with the vulnerability. Like, I appreciate it, you know? But then again, as I mentioned, it's like surface level for me. It's really... It's it's something I just tell people. But is it really surface level if you're telling everyone 
Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it is service level if you're telling everyone. Because I feel like if it is really something true about yourself, it wouldn't come out as the first topic conversation. So is that maybe something you want people to think, to cover for Whoa. actual vulnerability beneath? Definitely not. <laughs> I, from our listeners will learn this, but I think from our conversations, for some reason, the three of us tend to bring out these topics at each other yeah. for some reason. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny. Like, it's bizarre. It just makes so much sense because whenever we're talking to each other, it goes from like, oh, should I get you a sandwich at the cafeteria to like you know, fucking childhood trauma. Yeah, my mother died when I was six years old. Like, Did she really? No. <laughs> Alive and well. Shout out to your mom. Shout out to Judy Affleck. Um, <laughs> but... No, but it's it's true though. Like there was a solid two hours of faffing about before we started this episode of just which probably would have been even more interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was so, like genuinely. Yeah. I'm, I'm folding my laundry while these two were talking you know about the, like the mistakes they made in life. We should just record everything. <laughs> Reality TV show, honestly, yeah. just put cameras everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> Big Brother fight. Because we're exactly. just that interesting. And I think you know? the fights would be so much more interesting. Because I think if you like force people to live together, there's bound to be like disagreements and fights. And I think that's where the like the good material happens. You know. I mean, I, so maybe in a few episodes we'll just hate each other. Yeah. It'll just be us verbally assaulting each other. Yeah, I was about to say we can talk a lot about like in depth topics, but I'm not sure if we could survive living together. <laughs> I, yeah. feel, I feel I don't know I'm like having a mental like midlife quarter life crisis quarter life like crisis 20 minutes so cheers to like <laughs> okay <laughs> we're having Pepsi um, Pepsi Max but I don't know I don't know I, I think oh I think you <laughs> I think if you are living with someone there's bound to be disagreements at some stage like I'm far too, far too in, not even introverted. I wouldn't call myself an introvert anymore, but I, I hate, don't even hate confrontation. But I'm far too averse to confrontation to ever truly address. I'm them. not averse. I just like do not care. Like when people confront me, it happens a lot at work. I'm a waitress. It happens a lot, and I just like do not acknowledge. Like I will gladly apologize, even if I don't think I'm wrong, just to avoid the bothersome confrontation aspects mm -hmm. like I, I just don't think it's worth it i worked you know? in a grocery store for a while before this um and the one time someone ever like actually got mad at me i was having a really bad day so then i went to the bathroom and cried and that is so relatable <laughs> because honestly the amount of times i've done this is probably like the so many times like honestly i've probably done that like multiple times per shift some days and i feel like you've never known true evil and the disgust of human nature like you know, the, literally the, the downfalls of humanity, like the pitfalls of like human morality. If you haven't worked in like service or food or service industries, like. Yeah, but do, do you guys cry a lot in general? Well, what's, don't expand on it. What's don't, a lot? Don't give us the context. When was the last time you cried? Um, that's quite a hard, hard question to answer, to be honest, because. I don't really cry and I don't feel any satisfaction. Keep up here. No, but I, I don't feel any satisfaction towards it because uh, the last time I remember I cried it was when I had a, like my burnout. Wasn't that like three years ago? Yeah. Damn. When I really cried. Mine was like yeah. yesterday. <laughs> yesterday? I think it was today, actually. <laughs> 
she high five. Yeah, and that's that's the difference, I guess. But that's also really interesting to It's more of a high slap. But we just did, slapped him in the face. We, we did have little bitch. <laughs> we did have a topic to talk about today. We're a little bit spiraling off. But I, I think that'll happen a fair bit though. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I think we're going to save it for another day. Yeah. Uh, what, what's really interesting though, you touched on it a little bit. Uh, you described yourself at, at the start as an introvert, but yeah. not right now. How no. would you describe yourself? I don't know, somewhere ambivert. in between. I think. Ambivert. Ambivert? Is that the word? Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, about that. both. I think a lot of people, or even most people, when they're in secondary school or high school or whenever in their teens, would describe would describe themselves as an, as an introvert. That's because we were nerds, Kieran. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's a big part of it. But then when you get to like a college setting or you start working. I think that just changes for a lot of people. I completely people. disagree. For me, it was really? so different because my whole life I wanted to speak to people. So even when I didn't have friends in middle school and stuff, I would reach out on the internet. I would always be talking to someone. And for me now is the time where I'm the most alone in my life, but feel the least lonely. Really? Yeah. Because of in real life connections? Or? Because I'm so self-sufficient of like all the interests mm. I've like acquired through the years that I just like... You know, I work and I go to school and I'm tired and I have all these like interests that I got and I just do not feel as much of a need because I think when I was a teenager, I felt so much of a need to fit in that it translated into needing to talk to people. But now that I like like myself, I don't need other people as much to so feel how, happy. How would you describe yourself? Introvert, extrovert? I'm Definitely aware. introvert. And introvert. I can be very extroverted, but I know that like the baseline that I've always reverted to in my life is introvert. Then I have another question for you, uh, for you guys, because uh, when I go out for like social events or just hang out with friends, I always return home really tired, really exhausted. Your social battery is drained. Yeah, and a lot of people I know get a lot of energy by being with people, and that's really different for that's me. That's how I know I'm an introvert because when I'm like outside with people, I'm always like questioning. You know, I'm like, oh, should I have? overshared so much about intimate details of my life to these people i met five minutes ago but are you doing it on a podcast i kind of like <laughs> I, you know it's like it, i don't know like i i've learned not to mind it as much but it tires me to you know try and like conform to public expectations what's socially acceptable or not because it's really hard for me i'm not always able to tell what's socially acceptable or not hmm. because of the <laughs> The, 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 the mental illness. The mental illness. <laughs> here we go. The big words. The big words. That's what we're here to talk about, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. but, like, it you know, it's really hard for me to tell what is socially acceptable or not. Like, something, sometimes I'll do something or say something, and I'm convinced it's, like, completely normal and fine. And mm. I just see these, like, this look, you know, that I've seen one too many times where it's, like, why would she say that? Yeah. Oh, by the way, guys, um, just totally out of uh, out of topic off topic <laughs> but if you have anything uh, you would like us to talk about or whatever feel free to ask we're here and as you can hear we ramble on about yeah. everything so and you're right that was very off topic <laughs> that was completely random <laughs> i cannot even remember what we were talking about aha wasn't that good this has been the Consciousness Spending podcast we were we overran a little bit this week the conversation went on for another like 20 minutes so we cut it short because we want these to be half an hour bite-sized chunks. I've been your host, Kieran Brennan. Thank you so much for listening to me. With me has been... Tim, hi. And... Hello. <laughs> Why are Lol. you laughing at me? It was just very quiet. Um, and just gone. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. If you have any suggestions or additions to make the podcast or any of the content we're putting out at all, 
feel free to leave a comment, send a message, do whatever you got to do to get to us. We'll find it. Smoke signal. Go on. <laughs> yes, thank you for listening to thank a pilot you. episode and see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.